Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about some things that I'm looking forward to game-wise in 2024. There's a lot of games out there that I'm really looking forward to. And here are just some like things that are obviously coming and some fantasy things that I would like to see as in things I don't know are going to be showing up, but I'm hopeful they will. Are you guys ready? Let's see this. Okay, so... I'm going to start off. I have a little list. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, where's my list? Oh, there we go. So my list of things that I'm hoping are coming. Um, well, I'm mean, not hoping that, that I'm excited for, I should say. Uh, the first thing I'm excited for in 2024 is going to be Tekken 8. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I haven't, like, seriously, seriously played a Tekken game in about a decade. It's been a long time since I played a Tekken game, but, you know, with 2023 being kind of, like, year of the fighting game for me, kind of with, like, you know, Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat uh, 1, um, I've just been really excited to get more fighting games, and Tekken, I grew up with Tekken, of course, like, who didn't? If you played fighting games when you were a kid, you grew up with Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and Tekken. Those are, like, the top three, for me, fighting games that I grew up with, like, that, that I continuously played for a while, <clears throat> I think I got up all the way to like Tekken 4, I think. Um, and then I kind of like teetered off. I, I dabbled in my think like number six or whatever, but I didn't play too, too much. And so like, I'm really looking forward to Tekken 8. I think it looks cool. Um, yeah, like I, I forgot like how big and clunky their characters look compared to like Mortal Kombat. Where, like, I mean, there are some Mortal Kombat games where the characters do look kind of like big and clunky. I'm, I'm not a really big fan of the big and clunky. I like having, well, I like having a mix of body types. I like how some guys are like big and clunky. Others are not. Same with the girls. Like sometimes it's cool to see them big and clunky. Other times I'm like, I don't know. Cause sometimes when they're big and clunky, they, they play big and clunky. And that's kind of why I'm not a big fan. I like, that's why I kind of like Mortal Kombat. I feel like, I feel like the body types are kind of different. Um, Injustice, I think, is kind of the same way. Some of them feel very big and clunky. Other ones don't feel as big and clunky. So I kind of like that. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Tekken 8. I saw, like, I finally watched the trailer for it uh, a few days ago. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. So that'll be fun to play um, alongside. Like, I might even do a day where I'm like, I'm just going to do... Um, Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat 1, and Tekken 8. It feels weird to say those titles like that. Like, six Street Fighters. Considering how many Street Fighters there are, but, like, only to say six, because I think they've done, like, they did a whole bunch of editions of, like, two and other games like that, I think, for a while. They've done, like, crossover games and stuff. So, like, it's weird to be, just be saying Street Fighter 6 when you're talking about Tekken 8 and Mortal Kombat's had, like, well, I guess now 12 games, technically, and then, like... Well, yeah, yeah, about 12 games. So, yeah, there, there's been a lot. Um, but, yeah, Tekken 8, I'm excited for. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two for the PS5. Like, I was so ready. Final Fantasy VII Remake came out at the perfect time for me, and I'll tell you why. So, I believe it came out in 2020, like, in the middle of the pandemic or some junk. Either before, like, somewhere in the middle. Um, or I'm, maybe I'm wrong, and I just played it late. I could be, let, me, let me check. Because I, I could have just like started playing it late because I'm I'm a late bloomer when it comes to games like I'll mean to play it early as soon as I get it and then I don't like I just for whatever reason I don't which kind of works in my favor sometimes because it's like if like I'll be sitting on a game for a while and then when I finally play it I'm like this game is amazing oh my god and it, like I'm so glad that like I took the time to not play it as soon as it comes out some things like Kingdom Hearts I'm playing the second it drops best believe but other things it's, it's not like that with, I, I kind of take my time on them. So let me see when Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 came out. That's so funny, because wait, what does that say? 
2024 is going to be a defining year for Fantasy 14, and maybe Square Enix's last chance to tackle it. Blah, blah, blah. Let me, oh, I kind of want to read that. Stagnant formula, I guess. I mean, I haven't played 14 yet. I kind of want to play it, though. Like, I've, I've heard interesting things about it, so. Um, anyway, what was I going to do? I was looking at Final Fantasy. Let's see. Alright. Final Fantasy 7. Is it Rebirth? Is that what it's? Um, I'm sorry, I'm looking right now. I'm not, I don't want too much dead air, man. Um Let me see. I'm trying to see when it came out, when it dropped. 2020. Yeah, I was right. Okay, so yeah, I did drop. 2020 um, is when the the remake came out, and honestly, like I just I like I was worried about it because for me, Final Fantasy, I have an interesting like love hate relationship with Final Fantasy. Growing up, I played a few of the games, but not seriously. I think six might have been the one I was like the most serious about playing, and then everything else kind of eh. Seven, I did I dabbled in seven, but I didn't play too much of it. Eight, I think eight was like the first one that I actually like loved, but I didn't. I didn't finish that game until a long time later, I believe. But like, I, I loved it because it came out on like those little uh, back when I think it was PS One. Yeah, it was PS One. Had like those little things you could buy at like Pizza Hut or whatever, where it come with a disc and all these demos. And Final Fantasy VIII was one of the demos. I was like, I love this. This is so cool, and I just wanted to play it so badly. Um, and so I finally got it for uh, CD-ROM, I think it was at the time, and. Which is random, because, like, I barely ever played it on that. But I was like, I'm so cool. Like, I have, I have like, a CD-ROM game or whatever the fuck. And so that was that for me. Um, I didn't get back into Final Fantasy until 10. And I dabbled in 10 again. I didn't seriously pay 10. Um, I want to say it was 11 or 12 that I, I played a little bit of on my Switch. Like, more recently. And then um, 15 was, like, the first one. Like And also Kingdom Hearts helped with Final Fantasy as well. Helped me really stay intrigued with Final Fantasy, because um, like they had characters from my favorite games, which was seven, eight, and 10. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I love that. Well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, because Titus was in it too, technically. But um, yeah, so I ended up falling in love with that too. Like, like Kingdom Hearts definitely helped me get more intrigued, but you know, into, well, get, got me more into Final Fantasy. I can't say words. Um, and then Advent Children for seven really helped out as well. So I just kind of, kind of like had a love-hate relation with Final Fantasy. It was one of those games that I played but I didn't really complete too much of because like I eventually just got tired of like the, the turn style playing. I didn't like it, but I loved kind of like the, the worldly feel of it. I loved how cool the games looked. They always looked great to me. Like I remember playing Star Ocean, the, the third Star Ocean and being like, man, I really want to play Final Fantasy after this because like I love it. Like I like this kind of like style of play. Um, it reminded me of Final Fantasy a lot, but like it was, it's I, I invested way more time into that Star Ocean game than I did the Final Fantasy at the time. It's, it's true. Um, Anyways, going forward, <clears throat> uh, 15, again, I think was one of the ones that I, I played more seriously. And then I kind of just dove off 15. I don't know. Like, it just didn't really, whatever I was looking for in that game, it didn't really deliver at one point for me. And I just stopped playing it. Like, I, I liked the crew, but then I, I, I just got bored. I don't know where in that game I got bored, but I just got bored. Um, and then I went into Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like, I, I, cause I, I was determined to fight a Final Fantasy game 
that I loved and I was just going to play all the way through. I was determined and I just did not have that. Final Fantasy VIII, if they remade it for like PS4, PS5, I would I would play that shit. Like, no kidding, I would play it. I would give it my best go. Um, but they didn't. I like I bought Final Fantasy X uh, and X2 for PS4. I played a tad bit of that and then kind of got done with it. I was like, oh, I'm bored now. But like, for the most part, like... I don't, I'm not a turn-based fighter. I realize that. I'm not a turn-based person. If you like turn-based games, most of these Final Fantasy games will be for you. I'm not, so I think that's why they don't work really well for me. And that's why I was kind of dreading Final Fantasy VII Remake, and then I found out it's not like that. So I played it, and I was like, bro, this game is, it's amazing. Like, and again, I was playing it during the pandemic, so I really had no place to really go. I mean, I did work a little bit. Like, I had another job that had me out of the house, but like, I wasn't working nearly as much as I was working pre-pandemic. So it was the perfect time for me to get into the game and fall in love with it. And because I've been children in Kingdom Hearts, I already had love for Aerith. I had love for, and I, and I also played, um, Crisis Core as well. So I did have love already for like Zack and Cloud and all these other characters. I've always hated Sephiroth, but like I, you know, I had a, a love for majority of these characters and I played a little bit of the original Final Fantasy VII. So again, there was like always that like love for it there. And so, but the, the game was just perfect. It was amazing. And so I'm so ready for part two to come out because it was just so freaking good. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was so good. I'm so excited to, to go back into that world of Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, and then, of course, Final Fantasy 16, which honestly is like my game of the year, 2023. It was so close. It was that, Spider-Man, and um, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, well, there was another one, too. And, um, oh, Mortal Kombat 1. But those, like, to me, were the top four games of the year. I have not played, uh, is it Boulder Gate or whatever it's called, 3. Haven't played that. I heard that was game of the year. We'll see about that when I play it. Um... I mean, regardless, it already won, so who gives a shit? But what I mean is, like, you know, those four games were just amazing games to me. But Final Fantasy 16 is the, like, besides, well, Final Fantasy 16 and 7 Remake, um, those two are the first Final Fantasy games I have played all the way through and just didn't stress me the fuck out. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's a lie. 16 stressed me the fuck out. <laughs> 7 was a smooth play, actually, but 16 stressed me the fuck out. But honestly, like... I, I loved it. At the end of the day, I was like, this is such a good game for different reasons than I expected. So good. Um, next thing I am excited for, uh, speaking of Final Fantasy 16, is the Final Fantasy 16 expansion. Um, rumor has it there's going to be some expansions to the game. I'm excited for that. A lot of games are doing that now where it's like, but wait, there's more. And like, I kind of hate that. At the same time, I kind of don't because honestly, Kingdom Hearts Remind, like Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, I was so happy that there was an expansion to that. I really loved the game. I know a lot of people don't like, or mm, I know people are mixed on the base game. I'm not. I loved it. And having that like expansion of Remind just made me love it even more. So honestly, like I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with the expansion of Final Fantasy 16 because those characters to me were really great. And so I am looking for, forward to that. And staying in the realm of expansions, I'm also excited for an expansion for Mortal Kombat 1. I know they're going to be bringing out more characters, obviously, but also with like aftermath of Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. I'm really excited to see if they do the same thing for 1. Um, I would assume yes, because they're probably pretty lucrative and also like pretty awesome to have more content and it keeps you excited for the next game now do i think it's going to come out next year 
it's possible, but it's also possible not to see any more Mortal Kombat expansion until 2025. And I say that because I feel like Mortal Kombat kind of like waves shiny things in your, like, or Netherrealm will wave like shiny things on our face for, a, for about a year and go like, oh, we're gonna release these like six, seven, you know, bonus fighting characters. And then a year later, they'll release like a combo pack of like more characters or whatever. Um, I think they did that with MK11 too. They released it, I wanna say 2019, 2020, one of those two years. Um, and then like, we didn't stop getting content, I think until sometime last year. So it was a good two, three years, I think, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, of a run between the game's initial release to us still getting things for it, like hyping up more stuff for it. So I'm not expecting like another expansion this coming year, except for the adding of new characters is what I'm more so expecting, but I could be wrong, who knows? Um, Cause I think majority of these games have a good three to four year like shelf life, I think, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming Injustice is gonna be coming, but I'll wait on that. Um, and then another expansion or the, another expansion I was gonna talk about, Mortal Kombat, or Mortal Kombat uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I really liked Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy as bad as I felt for playing the game, because I did feel bad for playing the game. I also like really did love the game too. Um, because I'm, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. We can't control how toxic and trash JK Rowling might be, but what I can, you know, appreciate is my love for Harry Potter. Like it was, it was one of those book series that got me into writing my own books and really got me into like, I mean, I was already into reading, but like Harry Potter really helped me a lot more because I was like, I was a kid that struggled reading. You could never get me to sit there and read a book. I was like, no, it was Chronicles of Narnia that really turned that in and, and Goosebumps and another book called Cam, whatever her name was. She was a girl that like, she took mental pictures in her mind of things. When I tell you, I read so many of her books and like my class, how it worked was, um, you had like, they gave you a couple of days to read a book and then you had a quiz at the end of the week of what you read in that book. So if you didn't pass the quiz, they wanted you to reread the book. So I made sure I read like, and her books came in different colors, which say less. I've always been a kid that's like, yellow, green, blue, pink, rainbows. I've always loved rainbows. So for me, like I would get excited anytime her books came out and she had a different color, which I think a lot of kids do, which is why majority of book series always have different colors of their books. One, to differentiate them, but two, to get you excited to read the next volume. Cause like, okay, I read the green book now I gotta read the pink book or whatever. So that was me when I was a kid. Um, but I loved her book. She always had a sidekick with her and this boy, but she would take like mental pictures in her in her mind of things to like remember clues. And I loved those books. I forgot what they were called, but I want to look them up because they were so good books. I thought they were cute. Anyway, um, but yeah, Narnia was the first book that really got me into like, wow, you're, you're my dad would always tell me like, you know, your, you know, books can take you places that you've never thought you'd go before in your mind. Like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, bullshit. And one day in fourth grade, we were reading Chronicles of Narnia and I as a class. And again, I hadn't seen a movie for it. I'd seen nothing for it yet because uh, I'm before the movie's time. I'm old, so shut up. Um, or at least the, the popular version, the Disney version. I hadn't seen it uh, or, or it wasn't a thing at the time. And I remember like seeing the cover and it was the cover of the fawn mr tumnus walking in the snow that's all that was on the cover but when my teacher would read it and we'd read with her i kind of got these like mental images of like being in the snow being lucy and being cold being edmund and being a jerk and like i and being peter and susan and all these characters and i was like and, and 
being in the wardrobe. It was really cool. And meeting the White Witch and, you know, and helping Aslan. And I got so excited about that book that I wouldn't stop talking about it to the point where my dad and my mom bought me like the paperback version of the book because they were, I was like, um, Narnia, Narnia. And like my aunt, even one Christmas, bought me the whole paperback version of the entire Chronicles. Um, and then like other people would get me like little, you know, little, uh, not realizing that I already had the whole entire book series, they would give me little pieces of the book series. Um, and then uh, at one point, one of my best friends got me an audio version of it with the whole series, which I will talk about later. Um, but I went on to not only read that, but all the other books in the series, because I was that, you know, interested. And then Goosebumps came along for me, and I was reading Goosebumps too. And then Harry Potter kind of fell into my lap. I had had that, I had had one of the original copies that was sent over for me when I was much younger. And I finally got into it. Like before it became a big, big thing, I got into reading it. And then the movie started coming out. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the thing that I'm reading and everyone loves it. Okay, cool. And so Harry Potter's kind of been a part of my life since then. And it inspired me that and other things to write my own books because I wasn't really getting fed what I wanted to be fed by books. I was like, a lot of these characters are cool, but they don't feel like me. I wanted something that felt more like me. And so I started writing my own book when I was like nine, nine, 10 years old. And it was fun. Um, it was actually part of a competition thing uh, with me and my cousin because my cousin was like not doing well in school. We were staying with my aunt for the summer and my uncle was like, I want you to write something. You tell my cousin, like, I want you to write this, this assignment that you have. You need to write a story. And so like he didn't want him to do it alone. So I was like, I'll help him. So I wrote my own story as he was writing his. And we were always kind of competitive in a way, but not really, but I, that's what got me into to doing that. So anyway, back to Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, like, Hogwarts Legacy was just such a fun game. I, the only issue I have with it, and I've talked about it too with my year-end review thing, was I feel like you don't do enough in the school. And that's probably gonna be an argument a lot of people have about the game, is that you don't do enough in school. Um, I mean, that honestly kind of does suck. And like, I, I wish there was more to the main story. I thought the main story just was okay. But and again, I'm sure another argument you're gonna hear from a lot of reviewers, there were certain side quests that felt so much more impactful and important than the main story. But also one of my other biggest issues with that game, I feel like the friendships are not as authentic and fun as they are in the movies. Like in the movies you have Hermione and Ron, those are your best friends, but you also have like an extension of friends like Luna Lovegood, Neville Longbottom, uh, Seamus, and um, um, Dean, who I love, you have like these other relationships, even, you know, the the older Weasleys, you know, you have Ginny, who I don't care about, um, but you also, you know what I'm saying? Like you have other friends, like, you know, you have um, George and Fred as well. Like Harry has a, a pretty solid group of friendships, you know, Cho at 1.2, um, Cedric, you know, at 1.2, sort of, like he has these friendships at the school and then even outside of the school where I feel like our our main character, you have like the old man friend, but then you have the other two guys that he meets in the school that are in the same class, I believe, even no matter what class you're in. Um, I still happen to be in their same in their same uh, house. But um, like, it, it, I don't know, to me, I'm like, these people could be closer. Like you could have other, like, I feel like all the friends that he makes or your main character makes could have a tight grip, like at least six, seven actual tight friends with them. Like even at the end, I don't want to spoil it, but like obviously at the end, whoever wins the thingy, like they show you like all oh, the winning class or whatever. I like, you're celebrating with people that you really don't come in contact with if your class should win. Like, you know, 
so I was kind of like, I, I feel like there could have actually been more development, maybe in the next game, because I mean, I, I don't know if the expansion will do all this and fix that part, um, but it's like, he doesn't really, or they don't really have too many actual friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I, that's just how I felt about the game. I was like, I feel like there could have been so much more to this game when it comes to making friendships and bonding in the school. A lot of the school stuff is just kind of like um, montage moments and scenes, which I was like, eh, that's, I mean, then again, would I want my kid to sit there in, in class and have to learn all these things and, you know, sit there and just do cutscene after cutscene of him learning or them learning? Obviously not. But still, I felt like there could have been a really cool core group of friends for him. Um, that's one thing I love about Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, other games like that. It's like you genuinely feel like there's a core connection that they have with people. And to me, there's like two or three people in this game that I feel like our main character is connected to. But again, it just doesn't get the feel the movies did where it feels like, you know, Harry was friends with people not only in his in his house, but other people too. And that they were all really good friends at one point. That's kind of what I want from what I want from that game. So uh, I would like if the expansion, if there's going to be an expansion, if that would be a huge part of it. Obviously, there's going to be a Quidditch expansion too. We know that's coming. It's going to be coming. I would love for even more beasts too, because this this isn't directly Harry Potter. It's like, it could it's in the world Harry Potter. So it could be like Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, which there's Nifflers in this game as well. So it definitely does play a part of like being a part of both those two storylines. Um, and so all the more reason for you to put more amazing beasts in there, fun missions in there. Um, like I just, I wanted more fun. I really wanted more fun and less spiders, please less spiders. And those, those freaking like, um, whatever they were, those, those things by the river, those, those, those tongue things. I didn't like them at all. I was like, these are boring. Also, I wanted to be able to swim underneath the water too. Like there's, are we going to pretend like the Goblet of Fire didn't show us that we have like mermaids and sea creatures? Like, let's do that. Like there's, I want that. I want that. I want that in the expansion. Like I want the expansion to have some really good shit in it. I, I that's what I want me personally. Um, the next thing is Kingdom Hearts Missing Link worldwide release. Um, I, that's going to happen eventually. I, I think it's in May or whatever that that's going to be happening. I'm really, or I, I think, I, I could have read that wrong, but I think that's what it's happening, like next spring-esque summer for that release. Um, am I excited? Absolutely. Do I hate that it's a mobile app game? Absolutely. I mean, we've been through this before. I'm excited for the graphics and how it looks. I hate the fact that I'm going to have to be playing it on my phone. That grinds my gears. Like, no, I have these beautiful systems called Xbox and PS5 and Switch. Why do I need to play this on a mobile, like on my mobile phone? I don't need this for the mobile phone. Like, come on, guys. Like, stop with the mobile shit. I get it. It's a great way to make money for, for these companies. It really is. The whales are going to, you know, eat this shit up. But for me, I'm like, you guys have made more than enough off of us with just the base games and all the shit that you add on. Do we really need to like have mobile games of this that are connected to the main storyline? Like it's, it's one thing to play them because you just want something to do. Sure. It's another thing to play them and I have to play this game to know what's going on in the whole story canonically. That's, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. I am intrigued with this game. I am very excited. It looks amazing. At the same time, I'm also like, it's a mobile app game. I have so many other things that I do with my phone that I don't want this to be one of them. Like, just, just don't, I don't know. But I, am I going to play it? Yes. Am I excited? Yes. Um, and also, because we're on the subject of Kingdom Hearts already, 
Kingdom Hearts 4 news. I feel like that's something I really want to see in 2024. We've been really, I mean, Kingdom Hearts has just been really, like, quiet since Melody of Memory. Like, it really has. I mean, they did show about a year and a half ago the footage for 4 and stuff, and then completely just dropped the ball with, like, everything for a while. Because, I mean, obviously, they're working with new systems and stuff. Things are going to take time. I get it. But that was a really big... I, I'd be fine with this if there was more hype in 2023. If you showed us more things in 2023 versus just being like, you're going to get Missing Link. Because Missing Link shit came out late in the game of this year. Like, it wasn't like they were teasing us with more Missing Link stuff throughout the year. They didn't. They kind of dropped some hints, I think, in like, what, August, September, and then slowly gave us more stuff for Missing Link. But it still wasn't available worldwide. It had. It's not available worldwide yet. And that's what I'm like, you guys, like, come on, come on. It was... 2023 was rough for Kingdom Hearts. It just was. It was just so rough. Um, and I'm hoping 2024 is not going to be as rough. Even with the release of this new game uh, for the phone, I still want more information outside of that of something else that you've ruined. Please, that's Kingdom Hearts related. Please and thank you. Because honestly, like, I get it. Your big goal for a while was Final Fantasy VII Remake and then Final Fantasy XVI. And then, but I mean, you're dropping new stuff for Final Fantasy XIV next year. So clearly you're cool with, you know, bringing up past shit and you know what I'm saying like and focusing on past things so there should be no reason why you can't slip something Kingdom Hearts in the mix to give us some kind of anticipation because honestly for me I'm not expecting the game to drop until 2025 that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for um I would love for 2024 to be the year that it drops but I, I don't see that happening because Missing League is coming out next year I doubt they're going to give us two Kingdom Hearts even though one is mobile I don't think they're going to give us two Kingdom Hearts things in the same year I, I just don't think so not at all, but I do think they'll, they'll be hyping up uh, the next game uh, after Missing Link next year. I do. I would, you know, honestly, and I hate to say this, I don't want to speak this into existence, but fuck it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get anything big for Kingdom Hearts for until late 2025, 2026 because of Missing Link coming out. I feel like they're going to space it out. I think they're going to give Missing Link a good year to do whatever it's going to do and then start being like, by the way, Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be on the way. That's what I think. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. But I just, I don't see them dropping Missing Link and then giving us a whole bunch of Kingdom Hearts trailers next year. I would love for that to happen. It is on my wish list, but I, I'm not sure it's going to happen because I think they're going to fully focus on Kingdom Hearts Missing Link for a while. That's just my opinion. I hope it's not true. I truly hope it's not true. Because I think I think you can do two things in one. I well, no, that see, you can. Because I, I remember when they were promoting Final Fantasy 16, but still promoting Final Fantasy 7 sort of kind of in the in the background. So so they can do both. But those two games are just not the same. They don't really even connect story-wise. So it's different kind of. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um the next thing that I'm excited for, uh, I already talked about the expansion of that. Uh, Spider-Man 2 expansion, yeah. I mean, that game was really fun. It was so good, the base game. Um, I loved the story of Miles, and and of course, Peter. Peter was my favorite because of how much he got. I feel like Miles should have got more of that connection. This is what I mean about Hogwarts Legacy that that lacked to me, is that, like, you really get a sense that Peter, Mary Jane, and Harry are, like, just great friends and love each other tremendously and I loved that like I loved all of those relationships in that game um even Peter's relationship to Miles and stuff I liked all of that I just wanted Miles to have more to say and do and I feel like he didn't have enough of that kind of connection that Peter had but um 
that was a great game and i can't wait to see what they what they bring to the table with more stuff like because i did feel like miles could have had more to say and do in my personal opinion so maybe the expansion will focus more on that i'm not really sure um but i'm excited for whatever they bring our way i wouldn't even mind playing a little bit of like you know um not madam webb i forgot what she calls herself mary jane's character um Spinneret. I wouldn't mind having her being, you know, being playable and being able to do that. That would be fun. Um, or maybe I, I'm sure Black Cat will tie into the um, the bonus content that's coming. I'm sure she's gonna tie into it. There's no way she won't because she was like in the game for like a quick, a hot minute, like you know, or a quick second. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get some some Black Cat action in there, which would not be an issue for me at all. So, but yeah, that was really fun. It was a really really cool game. Um, and I, I'm excited to see whatever they do with the expansion of that. Um, the next thing I'm really hoping for, Injustice 3 trailers. Can we get some Injustice 3 love in the fucking house? Like, are we gonna pretend we don't remember how Injustice 2 ended? Like, I, bruh, and, and technically that was supposed to come out before Mortal Kombat 1, right? Like, they've never only been doing this off and on thing where it's like, you're gonna get Mortal Kombat, then you're gonna get Injustice, then you're gonna get Mortal Kombat, then you're gonna get Injustice 2, then you're gonna get Mortal Kombat. But we've done Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, so there hasn't been Injustice. And so my question is, like, I don't expect Injustice 3 to drop in 2024 because you still have Mortal Kombat 1 you're making money off of. So I do not expect that to happen. However, comma, I do expect to see some trailers for Injustice 3 in 2024. Maybe you might think it's too soon, maybe 2025, but I don't think so. I think the game might release in 2025, but I think we should at least see some trailers for it in 2024. That's what I think should happen. Will it happen? Who knows? But I, I wouldn't be sorry. If it does drop this coming year, bring it on. I'm ready. But I don't think that it's going to. I think they're going to take some time to focus more on Mortal Kombat content and give us more of that stuff and then bring us that. But I, I wouldn't be surprised by the end of the year, if we, by end of next year, if we have some Injustice 3 trailers. I think it's time. I really do. Injustice fans have been waiting a, a cool minute, like a good minute for some shit. When you release two Mortal Kombat games, before releasing Injustice, well, technically one, uh, before releasing Injustice 3. Like, you know, I, I don't know. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, also, fingers crossed that Red Hood will be a big part of the game, like being a bait. I want him to have so much more dialect and, and, and context to the story. Um, Batgirl 2, uh, to Injustice 3, than what he was given in Injustice 2. And I think Batgirl was, I, I don't know if she was base roster in Injustice 1. I don't know. She might have been. I don't know. No, she wasn't. I don't think she was. But I would have loved to have that because those are my two. Batgirl, uh, Barbara Gordon, and uh, uh, Jason Todd, even though I don't think Barbara Gordon's going to be Batgirl. But, I mean, you never know. You never know. It, it's possible. But anyway, that's that's what I'm looking forward to for Injustice 3. Those two characters mainly um, for that game. But we'll see what happens. I, I really don't know what, what they're going to do with Injustice 3. But that's just, that's my hope. That's my hope for sure. Um... The next thing is near three. Will there be a near three? I've I've heard rumors that near is done and they're not going to bring uh, bring any more near stuff out. Um, but I heard some interesting things. One that either they're not going to bring that that near's done and they're not doing any more near. And then two that they might be done with near, but they might go back to their original series, Drakengard, which is not a terrible thing. Um, at all but my thing is because that also brings another thing that i want on this wish list is if you're gonna do that and you're gonna go back to dragon guard and say near's done which is devastating because near was so fucking good both games but particularly uh automata so good so, like dude 
So good. I remember reading a review after I beat after I beat the game that it was like Near Tomata is the best game you'll never play. And I thought about that and I was like, why are they saying that? And I realized how many people that I know that love like RPGs, they love, you know, uh Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, all the shit that I've never played Near. Well, they've never played Drakengard, which I I'm not surprised, but they also never played Near. And then there's some people who've played Drakengard that don't know that Near is like a sequel, like a semi-sequel to it. And there's people who've played Near that don't even even know about Jack and Guard's existence. So it's crazy how like these things like it's crazy who who doesn't know about the game and who also doesn't know about how these two games connect. Like it's just so weird to me how these things it's fun it's more of like a funny weird than it is like a bad weird. It's just, it's funny to me that people don't know these things are connected um or even that some people don't even know that they, they exist. And like, I always feel proud whenever I introduce someone to a game that I think is so great and they have no idea about. Like, I always feel like, oh yeah, I did that. I introduced you to, to this game. And I've introduced a lot of people to Nier and Drakengard, which I think is crazy. Cause to me, I'm like, at least for Nier, it's such a great game that I'm like, I'm so surprised that more people don't know about it. And then with Drakengard, it's just, it's been around for so long. And it's had two sequels that I'm surprised that nobody knows. At least, at least Drakengard 3, I would feel like more people should know about that game. Because I feel like it's just, like, I don't know, it, it's, it seems like such a, like, you know, I don't, how do I say this? Like, without trying to be offensive, it just seems like such a straight guy game to play. It's, it's starring some girl with, you know, unnecessarily big cleavage exposed playing you know uh killing things i'm like this is such a like you know i don't want to say toxic man but this is such a game that guys i think would play right so it's like surprising to me that not enough people know about it it's it's, it's weird well, i mean there's trust me enough people know about these games but so many people i know personally who grew up around these time the time these games were coming out that play these kind of games don't know they exist and don't know what like what their reasoning is it's so weird like like why what are these games what, what do they do i'm like dude let me tell you like it's crazy because i'm like y'all know about final fantasy y'all know about kingdom hearts y'all know about all these like world ends with you but world ends with you was another one that crept up on people and to be honest if it wasn't for kingdom hearts uh dream drop distance a lot of people would not know about world ends with you because there's a lot of my friends that didn't know who neku was when he because when he first came on the scene in the trailers like, i know who that is why is he in this game? What the fuck's going on? Like, I know it's square, but why is he in this game? I was I was younger. But, like, a lot of people were like, I don't know who this is. Like, who is that? So, you know, I guess it makes sense, I guess. Like, uh, same thing with Star Ocean. There's a lot of people I know that don't play that game or don't know about the game series too much. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's surprising to me anyway that, that Jack and Guard is one of those games people don't really know about. But it, it's very sad that Nier might not get another game. I say that because I think Nier Automata was so good. And my question is for that is... Because to me, like, not having another game could be one of two things. Either, like, I mean, yes, they have released so many editions of Nier Automata, but I'm not asking for another Nier Automata. I'm just like, why don't we have another game coming? And my question, I guess, that I think of is, like, was the game so good that they just don't know how to go forward because it was so good? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you create something that's so great it might be hard to, to do another chapter without, you know, ruining it. So that could be a reason why there might not be a near three. I don't know. Or maybe they really didn't have like a long going story with near. I, I, I don't, I really don't know. I don't know like what the T is with that, but to go back to Drakengard would, wouldn't be so terrible. But my question for that is like, what is the story going to be? I guess, because I feel like that is kind of the complete story in itself, sort of, kind of, 
Um, because number three is technically a prequel. Number three is actually the beginning of Guard. Then number one, then number two. And the creator of Guard or the director was not allowed to direct number two because they thought, I guess it was too dark of a tone, the first one, that he kind of doesn't even recognize number two. So I don't think that they're going to make a sequel to number two, which is technically the latest game in that time, in the main story timeline outside of Nier. So here's the, here's the question I have. And, and number two, spoiler alert, I guess, kills off the main character of Kaim and his dragon. So like, what are they going to, so my, 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 my thing is either they're going to like redo number two and be like, this is actually Guard 2, and this one that I wasn't a part of doesn't even count. Um, it, it, do that, or continue on after 2. That That's my that's my thought process. And I mean, if they did that, and they completely, like, ignore 2, then technically, you could bring back Kaim and... Um, the, why am I forgetting the dragon's name? But Kaim and, and, and the dragon. Is it Angelus? I think her name is Angelus. It might be Angelus. But um, you can either bring them back... Or continue to keep them killed off. Because I believe in the first near game, depending on what ending you choose, um, they're dead. Um, I think that even happens in the near series, the near series of games. Um, it took the ending where they both died. However, comma, I believe that there's also a conspiracy in the near timeline that Kaim still survived after that, if I'm correct, it still survived after their like explosion or whatever. And eventually died later as part of the gestalt thing i think i'm not sure can't remember I, my, my memory is fuzzy on that part but there's a chance that kind did survive again so i don't know but um that seems to be the thing is if near is done which again i that's very sad i guess at the same time i can appreciate near ending on the note that it ended because it was such a good game like both those games were so good and especially near automata for me they were both so good the music was incredible the scenery incredible it's just it's if you haven't played near um near automata or near uh replicant do it like just do it just give yourself love yourself this holiday season and do it do it i actually played near automata first before replicant because I didn't know Replicant was a thing. I'm telling you, it was weird. Like, I knew Dragon Guard was a thing. I, and then when I found out about Nier Tomada, I, was, I actually went to the games, uh, to, to uh, GameStop. And I, was, I always do this every couple months. I'm like, what do you have that's Kingdom Hearts related that I might enjoy? And one of the guys at, at the thing was like, got you. It's called Nier. I was like, okay, what is it about? And he's like, well, it's kind of like a sub-series of Dragon Guard. I'm like, played that. Cool. Cool. Give it to me. Played it. Was like, what the? F this is the coolest shit. How's no wallet? And I like, messaged all my friends, and I was like, Have you guys heard of this game? And majority of them were like, No. What is this? I'm like, bro, let me tell you. So it was great. They didn't know about Dragon Guard either. Some of them were like, I think I've heard of that. I think I might have played a little bit and got bored because it was bad. I'm like, get you, got you, but check this out. So anyway, there's that. Um, and then after I played that, I played Near Replicant. I'm like, oh, there's a there's another game. So I played that, and I was like, This shit is. What? Like, and there's two different versions of that. There's the original Nier version where it's an older man and his daughter, I think. And then there's another version where it's a boy and his sister. It's like the same game, but different. And so I was like, what the fuck? 
I had to play them both then. So, which I actually preferred the story of the boy and his sister than the dad and his daughter, but whatever the fuck. It was still a really good game. Great games, both of them. Um, so yeah, Nier's become like my love. And so I'm very sad that they're not gonna do another Nier. However, if we do go back to the Drakengard story, my question again is, are they going to go, like, are they gonna do another prequel? Will four be a prequel to the prequel of three? Or are they going to go and either redo two or add on to two? I don't, again, I don't mind two. I think a lot of people hate two. I don't get it. I think they hate two because three and one were so dark. They were so dark. They touched on a lot of nasty, sometimes pervy subjects, like seriously pervy subjects. So I'm wondering if that's why two was just like, because two was like more lighthearted and blah, blah, blah. And I think in another world, two would be a good, like a good game if it didn't exist within the Dragon Guard series. But I like two. I feel like two gives hope to the, the story where the other two really don't too much. So I think that like two is, is everything that Dragon Guard one hates. <laughs> it really is. Because even the, 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 the creator of Dragon Guard wanted to do like, a, like a, a really sad take on like a Final Fantasy and all those games where it's like all these, you know, all these characters, there's always a happy ending, da, da, da. you know, there's always a damsel to be saved. I want to just screw everybody over with this game. It's a big sucker punch, the first game. And so is the third game. And so I think two is like, is totally different. It's a totally different tone. And I think that's why two gets hate, but I like two. I think two does the dark stuff pretty well. But yeah, it does give our characters hope, which I think is great. It kind of reminds me of a Final Fantasy game, sort of, kind of. So I appreciate it too. Um, but I, I would really, I hope that, like, if they do continue on the series, I do hope that they acknowledge too. If you're gonna, if you want to remake two, fine. But keep some of the elements that they had of two. Like, I like the character of Noe. I think he's a good character. Like, I, I do. Um, He's one of the only things about two that I actually really honestly like. But anyway, like I, I hope that that's the direction. If they're gonna continue Jack and Guard, great, do that. I hope that if they do, they're gonna have pieces of Nier in there. That would be great too, because I, I don't want Nier to just fade into like in, into like, you know, obscurity. I don't want that. I, I love the characters of both Nier, um, uh, Replicant, and Nier Tamada. So I would love to see like little hints of those characters within the Drakengard storyline moving forward. That's what I would like to see. Last thing that I am hoping for in 2024 um, would be Devil May Cry stuff. I realized, I, I heard that Devil May Cry 6 or whatever went mobile, I think. Or there's a Devil May Cry mobile game that's like, you know, uh, later than, uh, than 5, which I'm kind of like sad about. Because again, I don't really care for mobile games. I don't, I don't need to play games on my phone. What, I mean, I, look, I get the appeal of them because not everybody can afford a Switch, a PS5, an Xbox, whatever, that's fine. But at least have a port for the other systems too. Like if you're gonna make games for those reasons because maybe people can't afford them, I understand that, I respect the hell out of that actually. Um, at the same time, there's no excuse why you can't port these things to actual like PlayStation, Xboxes and things because I don't want to use my phone for those things. I just don't. My I do enough of my phone. I don't need to really play a whole bunch of games on it. I, that's just me personally. Like, I I spend more time on my phone sometimes than I like to than, than I need to um, with social media and all that other bullshit. So I don't want to have to be on it even more because of you know I don't know. Like it might sound stupid to somebody, but I. I know there's people who get what I mean. Like, I spend enough time on my phone. I don't need to spend even more time on my phone. 
mind you, like, if I'm not on my phone, I'll probably be on another screen with it, which, you know, is kind of the same thing, but not really. Like, I don't know. I just, I'd rather just be able to play on my Switch and whatever than play on my phone. I, that's just my personal opinion. Or, like, my PS5 or something. That's, again, my personal opinion. That's why I'd rather would do. Um, but everyone's different, I guess. Sure. Uh... Let me see. But yeah, I really want to see more of Devil May Cry. Because Devil May Cry 5, dude, if you haven't played Devil May Cry 5, it is such a good game. I'm not even, like, a huge Devil May Cry person. One of my best friends, shout out to you, Jessica. You're like a sister. Um, you are a sister, basically. Um, but uh, she has, like, pretty much our whole friendship has loved um, uh, Devil May Cry. For me, I liked it. I thought it was cool. It, you know, it, it is it is cool. Motherfucker, there's a leak in this damn thing. Why? Um, I just bought you. How, how are you leaking when I just bought you? Depressing. I'll figure it out. Anyways, um, but yeah, like I I like Devil May Cry, but it was never like my ish ish. Like she loves Devil May Cry, and like I played five and i was like why is this game so good like honestly because Devil May cry five i think came out in 2019 the same year as kingdom hearts 3 and i wasn't expecting to really have any other games that i was like this shit is kingdom hearts 3 level was not expecting that Devil May cry five really surprised the shit out of me and became one of my favorite games and it's a capcom game i don't like not that i hate on capcom games i just i'm never like the biggest fan of them i loved dmc5 that was just a really great fun game and I'm hoping that, like, I want a, D, uh, DM, a DMC 6 to be, like, just as good, if not, well, better. I, obviously, I want it to be better, but it was so great. The characters looked beautiful. The the locations were awesome. Like, it was an easy play game. Like, I, I had fun. I had I genuinely had a lot of fun playing that game, and I can't wait to play, like, the next installment of that. It's been a few years. Again, I might look at the mobile app game, but again, I, I just don't want to play another mobile app game. Especially because next year I know I'm going to play a lot of Missing Link that I don't want to get into that again. Like, of having to play multiple, you know, mo mo mobile app games that kind of burns up my phone and shit too. So, kind of no. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping they, that, that, that they do something uh, for another DMC in the near future. That would be awesome. Um, that is the end of this. I'm going to wrap this up now. But yeah, I'm looking forward to so many games next year. Obviously, Tekken 8, because that's a for sure thing. Um, and then Final Fantasy 7 Remake is going to be great. Or, uh, you know, Part 2. I'm interested now in hearing more about Final Fantasy 14. I've been thinking about dabbling in that for a minute. But I don't know. I, I've, I've heard mixed things about that game. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this. It is almost Christmas. We're just a few days away now. So I really hope that you guys have a great rest of your happy or happy or good rest of your holiday season. New Year's is next year. Or New Year's is next year. Shut up. New Year's is next week. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening. I'm going to try to check in and do a couple more episodes uh, coming up with maybe some more pop star stuff. A lot of you guys listened to the Aaron Carter episode this year. Me reviewing that album. Surprisingly, um, I was not expecting people to like listen to that as much. But like I, I kind of get it. It's his last work. And um I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm going to do more stuff coming up pretty soon of uh, more pop review stuff. I have fun when I do those. And sometimes I find music that I didn't know existed. And that's kind of fun. I'm also going to do some more movie reviews of like bad movies and stuff. Because I enjoy doing that too. Like it, this, this podcast is 
is really therapeutic for me. Sometimes I do go back to listen to old episodes and be like, God, I could have done that better. Or also just kind of like, oh man, this is a fun episode. I like listening to this. So I really appreciate you guys who have been sticking it out and listening to my podcast. Um, and I might have some fun stuff coming up in 2024. I'm going to try to bring more of my family and friends onto the podcast and maybe even start another one with a friend of mine. Um, so there might be some more podcasty stuff from me in the near future. And I might even talk a little bit more about what I do because I've had a lot of fun this holiday season that I got to do some things and I I hate that I can't talk about it too much but I feel like once the season is over then I can talk about it a little bit more so we'll see what happens but anyway um yeah have a rest of your day night evening afternoon whenever you're listening to this if there's more video game news um that drops soon about Kingdom Hearts or whatever I'm interested in of course I'll talk about it with you guys and I'll see you guys later peace